Lawyers of Reddit, what's the stupidest case you've been asked to take on, and did you? My mother said that at a law firm she used to work at many years ago they had received a call from a gentleman that wanted to file a lawsuit against Walt Disney. When asked why he was filing suit he claimed that the Disney characters were coming out of the TV and stealing food from his refrigerator. They told him they'd take the case for an advance fee of 100k dollars and never heard back from him. Lawyer for 12 years. Client was charged with stealing a mobile toilet. After we won he told me he still owns it. The sucker has the thing in his backyard because he was lazy as frick. His office was nearby. Forced him to deliver it back at night. Jesus. Still offended that he lied to me me the whole time. Client wanted to sue because there were no strawberries in her fruit salad which she bought from a supermarket. Thankfully a secretary was able to screen the call. She asked if the packet said it had strawberries, and the response was, no, but I thought it would have. I don't know how these people managed to make it through life. My father is a patent attorney, and when I was around 14 he told me about a guy who wanted to patent the iPhone 3 because aliens had given him the design for it. My father told him that if the aliens originally designed then they were the ones that had to patent it, not him. It, freaking genius. I'm a prosecutor, so I don't get hired to represent anyone. I work for the government, but I do have discretion over how the prosecution progresses. That is, deciding to proceed, deciding what to offer in the event of a plea bargain, deciding to withdraw the charges, etc. I had a case a few months ago where a man was charged with shoplifting. Turned out he was 70 years old, had absolutely no criminal record, and had shoplifted a sandwich which he ate politely in the store. He honestly thought he had paid for it. I was so angry that he was ever charged in the first place. When I saw him in court, he was absolutely terrified. I withdrew the charges and wished him well. I have no idea how it progressed that far. I had a client come in saying that he needed to sue Stu for robbing all his checks. When I asked him if Stu had a last name, he said no. When I asked him if he knew any Stu, he said no. When I asked him what proof he had that Stu was robbing him, he showed me all of his pay stubs. There were clear, monthly deductions by school. As soon as I saw it, I knew. I asked do you have children he said yes. I then told him your Stu is the school, the support collection unit. They take money out of your check to pay for your child. He left the office insisting that we needed to find Stu. That's just really freaking sad. I did insurance defense for a long time, including insurance fraud investigations for insurance companies. You wouldn't believe how many people take a video inventory of their house only to have it mysteriously burned down the next day. You really can't fix stupid. Woman wanted me to sue McDonald's because their employees beat up her son, who was trying to rob the place. Reminds me of the other Galadvis thread where a parent was asking about suing a girl who had punched her son and broke his nose. But looking through the poster's history, it was clear that the son had been punched while attempting to sexually assault the girl. When I was in law school I did the criminal defense clinic where we help a public defender. I say help because they just give you small cases to do by yourself. I had a guy accused of shoplifting a yellow fubo shirt. Guess what he wore to the trial? A gosh darned yellow fubo shirt. I asked the prosecutor to re-offer the plea deal. She did. And I convinced the guy to take community service and probation. If I remember correctly, our public defender system is tragically overworked and underfunded. But a guy who has an abundance of yellow fubo shirts is less likely to shoplift another.
probably too late to hear but I was a civil rights investigator. We had one guy complain that he was fired from his factory job because of his race. He was black. Owner of the factory said it was because the guy was smoking crack on his lunch break. Turns out he was smoking crack on his lunch break but so were a few of his white co-workers and they were not fired. The owner agreed to pay the guy 6 months of back pay and give him a neutral reference. That sounds like a really fucky case. Technically he was wrong but technically he was correct. I was working in a law firm and got a call from reception advising that someone had arrived needing some intellectual property advice. I arrived at reception to find a clearly disturbed woman with a persistent facial twitch and a small wheeled suitcase. I took her to a conference room to discuss, making sure I kept a good line of sight to reception. She put the suitcase on the table and opened it to reveal a stack of thousands of handwritten pages and one half of a pair of scissors, so I guess a scissor. She explained that she had written a manuscript about how the city council gave her schizophrenia and hepatitis. Aliens stole her pets and that it was all part of a bigger conspiracy involving the army and the Illuminati. She was worried that our local newspaper was going to steal her thoughts and publish her manuscript without her consent, and wanted to register the copyright in her manuscript. We then had a perfectly rational and reasonable discussion about copyright laws. I explained that in our jurisdiction she didn't need to register it and that she had rights as an author automatically on creation of the work. I told her the most useful thing she could do is ensure she had evidence of her creative work, and that she should send a digital copy to herself and a friend, and also leave a copy with a friend. That way if it was published without her consent she could prove it was her work. We spoke for nearly an hour, she thanked me and then left. She got free legal advice, and I didn't get stabbed with a scissor. I hope she found the help she needs. A lady in prison in my state tried to sue the State Department of Corrections for holding her against her will. Her lawyer wouldn't touch it. It takes a special kind of stupid to try that. I had a teacher that worked for a major video game publisher, one of the top 10 ones. He told me that when people tried to sue them for small amounts due to some game being bad, they would just pay whatever the person wanted. It was cheaper than dealing with a country terrible justice system. Except one day a guy sued them because a game was bad. He was a law student, self-representing, and tried to throw the book at the company. They decided to make an exception for this guy. They instead threw the book back at him. The lawsuit kept escalating until both sides wasted lots of time and money. Then as final stroke, they offered to settle in front of a judge. They're in front of the judge. They put the price of the game on the table in cash, and told the guy to just take it and stop bothering them. The judge thought it was very fair, and told the guy that if he refused that settlement he would be fined. Guy was very unhappy. He expended like 5000 US dollars in bureaucracy and airplane fares to get 60 US dollars. I'm a lawyer, but this happened to a friend of mine. He got engaged, and apparently this pee off his ex-GF. The ex-GF sued him for custody of their two cats and $500,000 for something like the lost value of the cats because she claimed they were service animals. Hint, they were not at all service animals. Guy I know worked for the DPP and told me about a case where a guy was up on car theft charges, which is like 5 years max bit he was very likely to get a suspended sentence probation as it was a first ever offense. 
The dumbass though, thought it would be a good idea to go and intimidate the witness into not testifying. The witness called the cops and had CCTV footage of this, so he copped an extra charge with a 20 year max and there was no way in heck he was getting a suspended sentence or probation on that one. Not a lawyer, yet, but this happened while I was doing my 1L summer internship. I worked at a law library in a county lockup. There were plenty of interesting stories, one I already posted, but I figured I would share another. I also have no privilege issues. An inmate was charged with felon in possession and was coming down almost weekly to do research. He was basically looking for a way to get rid of a Walmart receipt and video, which indicated that he had purchased a box of bullets, giving officers cause to search and find the weapon. One day, he brings in one of the law books he purchased and had reviewed. He pointed to the section that discussed reasonable expectation of privacy and argued that the officers had not asked his permission to view the video and thus had invaded his privacy. I pointed to parts of the book that explained reasonable expectations, still wasn't getting it. Finally, I asked him who owned the video, Walmart, then wouldn't it be their decision? But it's me in the video, whose video is it? Rinse and repeat for about 5 minutes before he finally huffed off. A lady once called asking us to sue her neighbors. They were using voodoo on her. Fortunately, she had psychic powers and thus knew what they were doing. I respectfully declined. Voodoo only works if you believe it does. Just tell any targets to stop believing in it, because believing gives it power. Without going into too many details, had a guy that wanted to bring a class action against the company that made his underwear, because he was convinced his underwear was the reason he had a crooked dong. He assured us that as soon as the jury saw his dong, they'd side with him. No, we didn't take it. I worked as a receptionist at a small personal injury firm and was the first line of defense against the more outlandish cases. One of the most ridiculous calls I took involved a woman wanting to sue her cat's veterinarian for malpractice because her cat scratched her, which in turn supposedly caused her liver to fail and a slew of other health problems to her eyes. She believed the vet was at fault because she was convinced the cat was carrying some obscure disease and the vet had failed to catch it. It was my second day on the job. So I put her through to an attorney, not yet knowing what else to do with such a ridiculous situation. She got a firm sorry, can't help you from our office, in part because we did not do malpractice, veterinary or otherwise, but also because she sounded like a one-way ticket to crazy town. A good secretary receptionist who knows how to keep the crazies out of your office is worth their weight in gold to attorneys. When one of the older partners in my office retired, there was basically a bidding war for his secretary among the younger partners who didn't have an experienced secretary. I am a personal injury lawyer in the UK. I took a call from a potential client that had fallen down the stairs in her own home. She had tripped over her own cat. She told me that she wanted to sue her local authority as her home was owned by the council and she was not allowed to keep pets as part of her lease. She claimed that when the house was inspected she was not told to get rid of the cat. It was therefore the council's fault that she fell down the stairs. We didn't take the case on. Honestly, if she could pay up front. I know plenty of plaintiff's side attorneys who would take that. Her money's as good as anyone else's. If she wants it on contingency, then frick that. A guy found a rock in the middle of Melbourne CBD that he believed came from an underground volcano therefore he discovered the volcano and he owned the volcano and that the Melbourne City Council and indeed the Victorian government should pay him rent to live on top of his underground volcano. No no I did not take on the case.
Fun fact, Australia is the only continent with no active volcanoes. Sometimes you have no choice but to take it. I represented a guy who sold and leased cars. A woman worked for a company that let her drive a company van to work as part of a carpool effort. She'd keep the van at home and picked up fellow workers to go to work, then bring them back to their homes. One day going to work, she was stopped at a stoplight. Some guy didn't stop in time and bumped into the van. She got out to look. She and the other guy agreed no damage, so each went on his her way. Later, a woman who was a passenger decided discovered she was injured, went to a lawyer. The lawyer sued the company, the driver, and every passenger in the van. The lawyer deposed each passenger, got the name of their auto insurance company, sent a demand letter for coverage. One of the passengers said, I don't have a car, but my sister does, so they sued the sister. She said, I don't have insurance because I'll lease the car, and they provide insurance, so the lawyer sued my client and sent a demand letter for insurance coverage. One prospective client wanted me to sue Burger King for no longer serving pancakes. And now they are back at 3 for 89 cents. You must have put the fear of God into M. My dad is an in-house lawyer for a major American insurance company. He once spent an entire year trying to help deny insurance benefits for a painter who had stepped off his ladder onto a cat, fallen down the stairs and become paralyzed. The insurance company was arguing that a cat was a commonly expected occupational hazard for a painter and that he was negligent in not checking for cats before stepping down. A whole year of his life over whether a cat is a known occupational hazard of house painting. You have been visited by the rip in roar in Rotty of Romance. You will be blessed with the love of your life joining you for a rip in roar in romantic time. But only if you comment nice chops. Papa, if you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Or don't. Either way, have a great day you magnificent people.